This podcast is part of the Tremula Network, adventure and outdoor podcasts off the beaten track. To find out more, head to tremula.network or find us on socials. You're listening to Seize Your Adventure, the podcast that shares stories of adventure and outdoor living with epilepsy. This is the moment it could have gone south really fast. Back in the car, I could tell he was irritated, and I was mad at myself. But we had a bigger problem. We had no place to stay, and the sun was setting fast. Hello everyone, Fran here, and thank you all for joining me in the podcast realm. You just heard a little snippet of what you were in for with today's episode, but before we get on to that, I wanted to give you a little bit more information about what to expect from these podcasts going forward. And I wanted to start off by explaining a little bit more about what adventure means to me. So for me, adventure is about spending time out of your comfort zone. It's about being active in your own life story. And in particular, it's about getting outside and seeing where you can go and what you are capable of when you step out of that door and away from the everyday. So this podcast is here to talk about and advocate adventure in this sense for everyone by looking at some good examples of people who are already living that lifestyle whilst living with epilepsy. There's going to be two podcasts a month. On the first Monday of every month, we'll be listening to a story of adventure. These stories are going to cover a whole spectrum of activities, such as camping, surfing, through hiking, skiing. We do have tales of close calls and life-changing journeys, but we also have narratives of the smaller moments spent outside and simple pleasures that nature can give us. And then on the third Monday of every month, I'll have a conversation with the writer of the story. These interviews are a chance to find out how and why the people choose to spend their time doing this activity, and of course how epilepsy fits into their lifestyle. I hope that between these two types of episode, you'll get a good balance of entertainment, inspiration, and a little bit of insight into the epilepsy side of things. So, to start us off, I have a story from Jade Nelson. Jade has done some pretty incredible journeys in the past, some of which you will hear about in the next episode when I speak to her. But here she's going to tell us about a three-day camping trip in West Texas. I wanted to start with this story because I think it encapsulates the idea of a spectrum quite nicely. Camping is one of the simplest ways to spend some time outdoors. So when Jade was determined to get back out into nature, a camping trip somewhere she hadn't been before seemed like the perfect option. She and her husband Eric decided to take a trip across Texas with their dogs to spend a couple of nights living outside. I'll let Jade tell you the rest of her story.
We hit the road from Austin headed west on the six-hour drive to a town in the desert called Marfa. Most of our journey was spent on Highway 10, a long, flat stretch of road that crosses Texas. The barren landscape allowed us to see for miles in all directions, and it gave me the chance to see a downpour ahead. The rain was sheeting, moving quickly towards us, and we drove right through it to reach our accommodation just outside of the town. I'd booked us a little hotel for the first night because we knew we would arrive late, and setting up camp in the dark didn't sound like fun. Behind the tiny adobe building, the sun peeked through the clouds and was starting to set. Everything looked deserted. We rang the bell, but nobody came. Eric dialed the number on the door, and I began to have the sinking feeling that I had messed up. You see, I have a bit of a habit of clicking confirm before double-checking when booking things. I did this not even two months before with a plane ticket. I reached into the car, searching in the glove box for the printed reservation, and sure enough, it confirmed it. The date said the 15th of February, not March. I felt like I had physically been kicked in the stomach. I couldn't decide whether to be mad that I had lost $100 or just embarrassed. I took a deep breath, standing there in the expansive wide open of the desert, and turned to my husband. Babe, hang up. We don't have a reservation. He looked at me and knew that I had done it again. This is the moment it could have gone south really fast. Back in the car, I could tell he was irritated, and I was mad at myself. But we had a bigger problem. We had no place to stay, and the sun was setting fast. Without realizing it, we were agreeing what to do next. It was as if we had subconsciously decided to not bicker about it. At that moment, I was consciously deciding to not even think about the money lost. No matter what happened on this trip, I was going to do my best to roll with it. The next thing I knew, I was driving 90 miles per hour down the road towards Fort Davis State Park, where we had a campsite reserved for the following day. We had no idea if there would be a camp spot spare, but we were planning there would be. There wasn't another car on the road, just us and the setting sun to our left. The red and purple colors were streaking across the sky, and even in the mishap, we could see the beauty. I looked at Eric and told him, it's an adventure. We were lucky. The campground was packed, but we found a spot. Eric set up the tent by the blinding car headlights, 
I put on my headlamp and fed the dogs before I unloaded the car and got dinner started. By 10 o'clock, we were eating, and by half past 10, we were climbing into our sleeping bags. In the dark, Eric turned to me. This is much better than a hotel, he said. I agreed. Deep down, I was glad I had messed up because our trip started with us pulling together to make the most of a bad situation. As I dozed off, I noticed my phone had no cell service or internet connection. We were off the grid, and it was liberating. moment on, no longer distracted by social media, my computer, and the endless emails, it was an opportunity to be completely present. Back home, our mornings began with the task of brewing bulletproof coffee made with butter, MCT oil, and heavy cream. I practiced the ketogenic diet to help control my epilepsy, and the coffee is a huge part of getting my fat ratio for the day. But we were without my fancy coffee maker and blender, so we had to improvise. Eric manned the tiny propane stove as the wind kept blowing the flame out. I took the ingredients and added them to a shaker bottle. When the coffee was finally steaming, Eric poured it into the bottle. I screwed the lid on and began to shake it like crazy. Quite blender magic, but it got the job done. It took longer than it would at home, and the inconvenience taught me to be patient. Each day, we did the simple tasks of making coffee, cooking meals, tidying up the campsite, and planning the outing for the day. I found myself being slower in my tasks, and because I had no distractions, I was more conscious of what it took to do them. Each night, we played dominoes and drank coffee until the sunset. Life was unhurried, and my mind and all its thoughts had slowed. But the West Texas landscape didn't meet my expectations and it felt like an endless dirt pile. We had a dusty campsite riddled with gravel and a creek that was bone dry. I missed the lush green landscape of the Pacific Northwest, the endless mountains of California, and the smell of coastal breeze in New England. Instead, it was dry, brown hills covered in prickly bush and an endless wind that blew dust and dirt in your eyes. It was not the beauty or amazing camping experience I was hoping for, but I found the vast space of West Texas was so disconnected from the world, I reconnected with myself, my partner, and the small moments. All it took was stripping everything back to find the simple pleasures. 
a good camping meal, a 12-mile hike with the dogs, a few big rocks to climb, and quality time with my husband. climbed into the car on our final day to take the long drive back to Austin. And I looked around me at the wide open space and the endless blue sky. I took a mental picture to save in my mind, inhaled, breathed in the peace around me, and tucked it away in my heart. I decided that I would revisit that moment at any time. That when life was stressful or overwhelming, I could hold it in my heart and mind. Peace in West Texas was a state of mind. That was Peace in West Texas, written and read by Jade Nelson. Jade is a motivational speaker and writer, as well as being an epilepsy advocate and licensed massage therapist. Her mission is to offer hope, empowerment and educational tools to individuals with a whole host of chronic health conditions. She was diagnosed with epilepsy as a child and after years of changes in medicine with various side effects, she now controls her epilepsy with the ketogenic diet. Her last seizure was back in 2014. You can find Jade on Instagram as at the train inside me. Her personal website is jadenelson.net And you can, of course, find her on the Seizure Adventure website as well. You'll get to hear more from Jade in the Q&A in a couple of weeks. We talked about a number of things. And as you got my idea of what adventure entails at the start of this episode, of course, one of my questions for Jade was what adventure means to her. So I thought I'd let you hear her answer. Well, um, (laughs) the funny thing is, is I thought about this question a lot last night as I was falling asleep. And what I kept coming back to is adventure literally to me is a state of mind. It isn't um, any just one thing or activity, but you can find adventure in all all parts of your life. It's just kind of how it makes you feel. But when I'm thinking about adventure, it's usually planning, exciting, um, challenging, completely off the wall things that everybody goes, oh, I don't think you should do that. (laughs) (laughs) i think um i think for people with epilepsy quite a lot falls into that category doesn't it (laughs) oh yes and that's and 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 then that's where my response comes well just watch me jade and i have been talking via instagram and email for over a year now but this was actually the first time we'd spoken to each other so it was great to have a natter and the conversation got around to some pretty in-depth stuff fairly quickly. You don't want to miss this one, so please do subscribe. It's going to be out on the 17th of December. Before you go, I wanted to take a moment to get down to a little bit of logistics. Seizure adventure is a unique concept. If you imagine a little Venn diagram with adventure in one circle and epilepsy in the other, 
Seizure Adventure is the only website, it is the only podcast and it is the only place on social media that is dedicated to content that encompasses these two topics. There is a big gap there in the middle section of the Venn diagram and people want to see it filled. But here's the awkward part. I'm running this podcast and website and social media in my spare time and with my own money. Jade and all of the other contributors are kindly giving me their stories and time for free at the moment. And these kind of projects take that kind of belief and commitment from everyone involved and from all of you. So what am I asking you to do here? The first thing is, if you follow SY Adventurers on social media, you will have seen that I've created some merchandise for you. There are handy postcards with an infographic of the do's and don'ts of seizure first aid. There are some notebooks to jot down your own stories and adventures. And of course, we have the obligatory enamel mugs that every adventurer needs. It is the season for giving presents, so if you know anyone who would like something like that to inspire them or help with their own journeys, the link to buy these are in the show notes for you. Do get them quick to make sure you get them in time for Christmas. The next thing is, both myself and Jade are public speakers. Jade has talked at KetoCon recently and Low Carb USA. Some of you might have seen me at Yesterval this year. I've done Tales of Adventure in London. I've done some school talks. If you are interested in one of us speaking for your event or organisation or school, please just get in touch. Jade is based in Austin in Texas. I'm in London in the UK, although I think we would both be perfectly willing to travel elsewhere if somebody was paying the plane fare. And the third thing is, sponsorship will really ensure the future of Seizure Adventure. If you have a business or a project that you think our adventure community would be interested in, or the epilepsy community, please do get in touch with us. So that's it for the logistics for the moment. I hope you enjoyed today's episode, and if you did, please do leave a review, share it with someone you know would like it, and share it on social media. And feel free to get in touch with either myself or Jade directly. It is so important to get your feedback. And if it has meant something to you listening to this episode, we'd love to hear that as well. Subscribe now to hear the Q&A in a couple of weeks. Thank you all for listening. And until next time, safe adventures, everyone.